Praise the Lord. I will humbly ask that we rise to our feet and pray in tongues briefly. Just pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Kilama Sunday, Rasta di Boskin Delebe, Lishanda Baraba Sanda, Borianda, Rushko Tolobori Sandebe, Kinda, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. My message, I'll try to make it very short. And I'll appreciate if it's recorded so that you play it over and over. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing. You hear it and you hear it and you hear it and you hear it. As you keep hearing and hearing and hearing, the entrance of the word will give you divine light. When you begin to walk in the light of the word, God will shine his glory upon you. My first scripture reading will be from Matthew chapter 25, verse 40, Matthew 25, 40. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. Matthew 25, 40. Then the king, that is Jesus Christ, will answer and say to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I assure you and most solemnly, seriously, with all heavenly seriousness, I'm saying to you, To the extent that you did it for me, to the extent that you did it for one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it for me. To the extent that you did it for even the least of these brothers of mine, you did it for me. I want you to understand that when you do something for a servant of Christ, you are doing it for Jesus Christ. And to the extent that you do it, so you can do it, and there is an extent to which you do it. You can do it very little, averagely, or more. That is quantitatively. So... And you can also look at the frequency with which you do it. So we are measuring quantity, and then we are measuring frequency. 
Then you can also measure the quality. The quality. You can make it straw or hay or grass in terms of quality. You can make it wood, which is a bit stronger than straw. Or you can make it clay. Or you can make it precious stones. Or you can make it silver or make it gold in terms of quality. And whatever you do for Jesus, remember that on the judgment day, it will be passed through fire. And the straw and the hay and the wood and the clay and even the precious stones will all be dissolved. Even the silver may not survive the temperature of heaven. Revelation 3 says that come and buy from me gold that is refined in the heavenly fire. So what God wants of you is to do golden quality deeds for the brothers of Jesus. Whatever you do for Pastor Vuvo, please, to the extent to which you do it, you are doing it for Jesus. So if you are giving Pastor Vuvo a farewell gift, please conceptualize that you are not doing it for Pastor Vuvo, you are doing it for Jesus Christ. And then now, what extent, to what extent are you doing it? Are you doing it quantitatively excellent or in terms of frequency excellently or in terms of quality golden? We will all give gifts to Pastor Vuvo. But God will stand in the congregation of the righteous and measure everybody's gifts. And ask yourself, if judgment day I stand before God and he measures my gift, will it stand the fire of heaven? That is the first point. My second reading It's in Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. It spans verse 10 to verse 20, but we will not read all the verses. I want to highlight only the essentials, then we move on to the next scripture. Philippians 4, verse 10 to verse 20. Paul is writing to the Philippian church. Philippi is the capital of Macedonia or Macedonia. He had ministered to them and he had moved on and he had been imprisoned in Rome. And it was winter. He was cold and hungry. And then appears to him Epaphroditus, a deacon of the church of Macedonia, who brought him money and gifts, provisions. And said, the church in Philippi, Macedonia, said, I should bring it to you. He had risked his life. He had suffered attacks by bandits on the way. Accidents and the vagaries of the weather, because in those days, transportation was not so good. So when he arrived, he fell sick and nearly died, just trying to give his pastor a gift. He risked his life. So when Paul received it, he wrote a thank you letter. And told the church, I have received your gifts that you sent by Deacon Epaphroditus. 
He said, the gifts you brought have supplied my needs. All the material needs that were essential for my survival in prison have been supplied by your deacon. One, you used to help me before, but for some reason you couldn't. But now you have remembered to continue helping me. When I was in Thessalonica, you sent a gift to me. Again and again. Then for some time, you couldn't support me any longer. But then this gift you brought, it's very timely. Point number two, the gift you brought is a fragrant incense that had risen to heaven. The provisions, the money, the clothes you brought has turned into incense has risen to heaven, has reached the throne of God, and has been registered in your name. Three, the incense that has reached God is a sweet-smelling incense, very fragrant, very aromatic, and God is very happy. How did Paul know that God was happy with the gifts? Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. When you give a man of God a gift, how God feels, he will feel. He had felt in his spirit that God was very happy with the gift. He said, because of this incense that has reached God, which has pleased him and is so aromatic and fragrant, my God, my God, the God who called me on the way to Damascus, the God who blinded me and opened my eyes again, the God who anointed me and sent me, the God who brought Vuvua to Jeribua, that God will respond to your gift. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. This morning, may my God begin to open the floodgates, open the windows, open every aperture, and begin to pour. May he pour. May he pour. May he pour. Showers of blessings. May he supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He said, I'm not bragging or flattering you for gifts. Some people think that pastors, we just want your gifts. We want to take something from you. We are, uh, we are fraudulent peddlers of the gospel. We are making merchandise of the word of God. So that we will self-aggrandize and acquire big cars and big houses. And, uh, be, and, and, and be flamboyantly uh, superfluous in the exhibition of our wealth and riches. You know, that is not what we are looking for. Yesterday I was listening to a prophet on radio and he said he has flashy sports cars and he's so rich and he's so flamboyant he uses his riches to attract souls to Jesus. 
I don't have any argument with that. If that is his calling, amen. But our calling is to make sure that your account in heaven is rich. Your account in heaven. Today I'm talking about spiritual banking. Spiritual banking. Spiritual banking. It's not that we want gifts from you, and it's not that we are lacking and we are desperately in need. The God who called us took, us, took care of us from our mother's wombs and has brought us this far. Without your help, the God who called us takes good care of us, and he can. I boast of my God. I boast of my God. He, took, he takes good care of us. So that without your help, still he's able but then what we want you to enjoy is riches in heaven. We want you to be rich in heaven. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's what Paul said. So that when there is nothing, I can survive. And when there's abundance, I know how to live. But that you might get rich accounts Heavenly banking. If you have a digital Bible and you just search for treasures in heaven, You have a lot of scripture that points you to treasures in heaven. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, the Bible says that if you will keep God's word and walk in his instructions and be careful to obey all that he has given you, God who gave you that word will set you up above all nations. That's the first, first blessing of Deuteronomy 28. He said, you will be set above all nations. Divine promotion. I pray that somebody will begin to enjoy divine promotion. All nations. People will hear your name like Zuckerberg and, um, and uh, Warren Buffett and uh, Dan Gotes. And then they will, when the names are mentioned, and uh, Sir John, uh, Sam Jonah, the, the richest of the world, and um, our prophet Job, the Bible says he was the greatest in the whole world. And Abraham too was the greatest of his time. Then when they mention, mention, and they read this generation, then they get about 10 people in Jeroboam. When they're talking about the moguls, the economic and financial giants who control economies and politics, when MPP needs money, they come to you and say, how much do you need? How much? They, they don't say, how much do you need? And so, some $200 million. So, it's too small. Make it 2 billion euros. 2 billion euros. Let's start from there. 
if you want 200 billion elos, I can, I can provide. The, the, the Bible says that when God blesses, he blesses superfluously. He said he will set you up above all nations. So I don't believe in mediocrity. May you begin to be exalted. I want your account to be rich in heaven. Rich account in heaven. I remember some time back I was taken to the bank of heaven. I'm talking about spiritual banking. I was taken to the bank of heaven. It was in a vision. Then when we got to the bank, the angel said, enter. And then the door opened. Just auto opened just like we have in many banks. Then when we entered, there was a counter and there were angels. And they were the tellers, and there was an accountant at the back, and then there was a manager's office. So as we stood, an angel came in with a requisition and a check and presented it at the counter. Then the teller just looked at the check and returned the check. Then my angel said, look at the check. The signature is wrong. And when I looked, the signature indeed wasn't Jesus Christ. The Bible says, whatever you ask, Whatever you pray, pray in the name of Jesus. Now, that name Jesus is the signature to be on the check. Otherwise, that check will be rejected. Then another angel came with a check, with a requisition. All the checks have their requisition forms attached. The requisition are the prayers, what you want God to do for you. And it's summarized in quantitative form as a figure on the check. That one is the angel who can compute. Then he will put it there for you. So when you are praying, your angel is listening, and then he will compile a requisition list, and then he will summarize it, he will quantify it, and then he will put it on the check. And when we say, in the name of Jesus, I have prayed, he writes the name of Jesus on the check. Then he flies to heaven. The Bible says children's angels stand before God. So children, when they cry, immediately their angel sends their requisition. Any child of God, when you cry, the angel flies straight away. Now, as you cry this morning, may your angel appear in the bank of heaven. The second angel came and presented a check. The teller looked at it, the date, the amount, the signature, in figure and in words. Everything was okay. Then he stamped and passed it to the accountant. Then a book was opened and another book was opened. The first book that was opened is a book of life. If your name is not in that book, forget it. There will be no answer to your prayer. Then there was another book which is called the Book of Records. And when it was opened, they checked and his account balance was far less than the requisition value. And then the, the accountant wrote on it, refer to drawer, insufficient funds. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Refer to drawer, insufficient funds. Then the angel flew back. And this guy was fasting and praying, and the angel was telling him, insufficient funds, insufficient funds. You don't have enough accounts in heaven for your requisition to be supplied. Insufficient funds. In such a situation, God can mercifully send an angel to somebody who has sufficient funds, and the person will intercede for the one who hasn't got insufficient funds. And by that underwriting... The check is sent back and it is drawn on the account of the intercessor. 
spiritual banking. Now, what happens is that the reward, the interest on that value, doesn't go to the accounts of the drawee, the drawer, but rather goes to the account of the intercessor. So when you intercede for somebody and an answer comes, the interest on that value comes to you, the intercessor. May you pray for people. But when you pray for people, make that you have enough accounts, enough sufficient funds. So Paul is saying that I'm, I don't want your money. I don't want your gifts. I want your account to be rich. Because I know what spiritual banking can do. Then there was a third check. The angel came, presented a check. The teller looked at it, stamped it, passed it to the accountant. The accountant went through the book of life. The name was there. Went through the book of records. And the guy had more than enough. Then he stamped it and passed it to the manager. And then the manager looked at the whole thing. And when I saw the manager, my heart started rejoicing. Here in the manager's office was Jesus Christ. The Bible says, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He is the manager of the bank of heaven. Praise the Lord. Then the manager took the check, stamped it, and then filed it. And then stamped the requisition, approved, and then it was sent back to the angel of the person praying. Then the angel took the requisition form and went straight to the Mount Zion, where the people of God shall possess their possessions. And on Mount Zion, there is a big warehouse. It's called the treasure house of God, the storehouse of God. And then as the requisition items were supplied by the, man, the storekeeper, they were all piled up, and then when the storekeeper put his hand on it, it all turned into anointing oil. And then it became a drop in the hands of the angel. Then the angel came down, and as the guy was praying, he just stretched forth his hand, and there was an unction on him. And you can know, when you pray and it's answered, you know that you know that you know that God has answered you. It's called an anointing, a supernatural grace. Praise the Lord. So when you read 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1, it said, go and see how much grace God has bestowed on the church in Macedonia, who in extreme poverty and lack, they gave beyond their ability. What did they get? Grace. God gives you a certain grace. I pray that you get a certain grace. Grace for all things in the name of Jesus. May your checks never bounce anymore. May my God supply all your needs. But it depends upon your account. So Paul says, I want your account to abound. Now there is an account of a rich young man who came to Jesus. The guy was rich. I mean, Warren Buffett and uh, Steve Jobs and the Zuckerbergs and all this, Sam Jonas and Dangotes, they can't compare to the guy. If God testifies that somebody is very rich, the guy is dirty rich. Then he came to Jesus and bowed and said, Master, I have riches, I have money, I have mansion, I have servants, but I don't have Zoe. I want everlasting life. What must I do? And because he was a Jew in the Old Testament, 
dispensation, Jesus said, go and keep all the laws. Thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not fornicate, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not worship any idol, thou shalt not take the, Lord, the name of the Lord in vain, honor your father and mother. And he said, from my infancy, I have been disciplined and trained to obey all. Jesus looked at him and said, why are dear pa? But one thing thou lackest, you are not a giver. You are not a giver. Some of you have been here. Pastor Vuvo has ministered to you. You have never visited him to give him anything. You are not a giver. You pray in tongues, pa. You sing, pa. You dance, pa. You clean the church, pa. You do evangelism, pa. But you are not a giver. One thing thou lackest. So in order for you to get the zoe, the life of God, let me give you a kwanchere. Go and sell everything because your wealth has become your God. You are materialistic and materialism is idolatry. For the bosom to lose grip, for mammon to lose his hold over your heart, you have to sell the property. It's a spiritual thing. Sell it. Take the money and give it out. If you are able to do that, your heart will be free for God to come and reign. The Bible says he turned and he was very sad because he was too rich and he didn't want to lose his riches. As we are giving to Pastor Vuo, please, no holds bad. Give crazily according to this Akwanchire. Give and give and give. Spend and be spent. Spend on the pastor and be spent because you are giving golden gifts to Jesus Christ. It's not about Vuvo, it's about Jesus. That's why I started with the scripture in Matthew 25. Whatever you do for Vuvo, you are doing it for Jesus. So, Vuvo, I'm doing something for you. Praise the Lord. The guy went away sad because he was very rich. Then Peter asked Jesus, we have abandoned everything. We have left everything. We have sold our properties. We have given out as you said. What shall we gain? This morning, I suggest to you, or I put it to you in the harder legal language, that Jesus will never fail you. Jesus can never fail you. He has never failed. He will never fail. He can never fail. He will never fail. He may never fail because he cannot fail. It's impossible for the Lord to lie. If he says he will do it, he will do it. Spiritual banking. Jesus was telling the guy, invest in my company and see the reward. And the guy didn't understand. So Peter said, what are we going to gain? It's business. We are following you for profit. And Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you. That is in Matthew chapter 25 verse 40. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Matthew 19, Matthew 19, 16 to 30. Matthew 19, 16 to 30. Matthew 19, 16 to 20. Just then someone came up and asked him, Teacher, what, must, what good must I do to have eternal life? I want Zoe. Then he said, why do you ask, why do you ask me about what is good? Only God, sovereign one, is good. Nobody else is good. Just keep his commandments and you'll get the Zoe you are looking for. Then he said, which ones? He said, 
Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't bear false witness. 19. Honor your father and your mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. Then he said, I have kept all this. What still do I lack? Then Jesus said, if you really want to be like God, you want to have Zoe, then sell your belongings and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Immediately you give out, you are investing in the bank of heaven. You are putting into your account in heaven. And then come and follow me, let's look for souls. Because that's the best work to do. Evangelism. Praise the Lord. The guy went away sad. Then Jesus said to Peter, look, I tell you the truth. If you lose a plot of land, you have 100 plots. If you lose a car, you have 100 cars. If you lose a motorbike, you have 100 motorbikes. If you lose a suit, you have 100 suits. Everything you invest for my sake and the kingdom's sake, I assure you, this is not men's gold. This is Jesus' gold. You are going to get 100 times. Men's gold is men's sense gold. That's men's gold. And men's sense gold gives you 7 to 10% per month. Returns on your investment. And it crashed because it was a Ponzi scheme. But Jesus' gold is the Jesus' gold company in heaven. It is not a limited liability company. If the company busts, the owner of the company, the manager, is personally, individually, and severally with Father and the Holy Spirit responsible to pay your money. It's not a limited liability. It's a partnership. It's a heavy, a divine partnership of Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And because he can speak all things into being, when you give him one million, and he tells you he'll give you 100 million, it cannot fail. It's not men's gold. It's jar gold. If you want a good investment, it's not treasury bills. It's not face deposits. It's jar gold. Praise the Lord. Invest in that company. And he said, if you want to invest in the jar gold company, give it to my servants. My little brothers, you are doing it to me. And when you invest in jar gold company, you get a hundred fold, not hundred percent. Hundred percent is that when you give one CD, you get one CD. When you give hundred CDs, you get hundred CDs. Hundred purusan. That's one hundred for every one hundred. But Jesus said, it is a hundred fold. Give me one CD, I'll give you hundred CDs. Give me one million, I'll give you one hundred million. Give me one billion, I'll give you one hundred billion. That is the jar gold business we are doing. The best business. And forever, oh God, that word is settled. Jesus can never lie to you. Today, I challenge you to invest in the jar gold company. Don't fear. It never fails. It's not a Ponzi. It's not a men's gold. It cannot flop. It cannot fail. 100 for everyone. Hello. So when I'm giving to men of God, I don't fear. I can send out my whole bank account and give it to a man of God. I know I'm investing in jar gold. And it has never failed me. More than seven times, there have been attacks on my life to die. But because I have investment in the heaven, I have had angels coming to do surgery on me in Marshall, Liberia. They cut my head, cut my stomach, removed poisons, the next day I was up. I was to die in Apoen, 
My car stopped in the middle of the road at a curb. Then there was a big truck coming. The engine died. Before the truck could hit me, my car jumped. It's called the Jagod Company. Praise the Lord. I've been poisoned, and the poison didn't work. Juju, Tukwe, Zegle, Ekpelekpeji. They try it one way, it scatters seven ways. Because I have investment in Jagod. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. If you believe it, say amen for me. Now, Matthew says 100-fold. And then Mark also says 100-fold. In Mark chapter 10, verse 17 to 31, the same story. Mark also says 100-fold. I'm talking about having banking, spiritual banking. I want to challenge you to invest in the bank of Jesus, the Jagod Company. Mark says you get a, a hundredfold. Matthew says you get a hundredfold. But Luke says they are wrong. Their investment returns is too small, and that is not God. They are speaking with a Jewish paradigm. But let me give you the divine paradigm, because Luke was a theologian. So he investigated all the matters diligently and corrected where there were errors. He said when you invest in the Jagod company of Jesus, you don't get a hundredfold. What you get is a polar plus yo. Somebody say it with me. Polar plus yo. Polar plus yo. Polar plus yo. Again. Again. Now, the polar plus yo is like the Tequashi's cocoa that he brought from Fernando Po. It was a seed. He planted it in the Kriapim. Now, that cocoa seed that grew gave a, a, a tree. Then out of the tree came fruits and seeds. And the seeds were planted, and out of it came a plantation. And out of the plantation came numerous plantations. And now cocoa is in Brom, cocoa is in Ashanti, cocoa is in Easton, cocoa is in Vota, cocoa in Co is in Cote d'Ivoire, cocoa is in Togo, and cocoa has spread all over. It's called the polar placeo. When he sowed the seed, the seed germinated and produced manifold. And when the manifold multiplication takes place, it is with exponential factor infinitum. It's with what? Exponential factor infinite. Is the eight twisted. And then it is from generation to generation. And every generation, it is richer and it is more. Luke said, that is how God blesses you. So when you sow into Pastor Vuvo, what you get from God is the polar placeo. The bank of heaven, the account, doesn't multiply a hundredfold, but it is struck, praying, it starts running. At an astronomical speed, the speed of light, because God is light. And the money will multiply, multiply, multiply. Immediately you say, Father, say, even before you ask, the answer is coming. If it is life, you get it. If it is children, you get it. If it is marriage, you get it. If it's academic excellence, you get it. If it is healing, you get it. And when you want it for people, you can intercede. And immediately the dead are rising, the blind are seeing, the cripples are walking. Because you are walking in the polar placeo anointing. And when you are finished your life and you are gone, your children will walk in it. And your grandchildren will walk in it. And your great-grandchildren will walk in it. Because you connected with Jesus. The polar plus you. So when you are giving to Vuvo, 
Don't think about Vuvo. You need to change. And think about the Jesus, the manager of the bank, that supplies far more abundantly and exceedingly above all that you ask and what you can imagine. That is the polar plus you. If you want something for your daughter, something for your son, it's a polar plus you. You want something for your family, it's a polar plus you. You want something for the church, it's a polar plus you. You want something for the nation, it's a polar plus you. And those who have this covenant with God, their God is strong on their behalf. What are you giving today? Don't be afraid to give a land. Don't be afraid to give a car. Don't be afraid to give your suit, a brand new suit. Don't be afraid to write your check and say, Pastor Vuvo, take it. Because I know my God is able to do far more exceeding and abundantly above all that I ask or all that I imagine. And even when I die, because of that connection, when the trumpet sounds, there shall be a resurrection because my name is in that book, the book of life. God bless you. Shall we rise? When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what glory he sheds on our way while we do his good will he abides with us still oh and with all who will trust and obey trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Oh, trust and obey for there's no chapter 8 verse 7 says that as you are bound in tongues and you are bound in worship and you are bound in singing and you are bound in discipline make sure you are bound in this grace of giving make sure you are bound when it comes to polar plus you pursuing the riches of heaven seeking the gold that is refined in heaven say make sure Make sure. Don't joke with it. Because when you get it, it's the pearl of great treasure. You must be ready to sell all you have to buy that treasure. And when you take it, it's finished. Pray for grace to give and give dangerously. Pray for the grace to give and to give dangerously. May God give you grace, giving grace on my Adam the adum to give abounding in the grace of giving our labor in the Lord will never be in vain we know we know 1 Corinthians 15 58 we know that our labor in the Lord our giving in the Lord our service in the Lord our giving to our pastor is never in vain. It's never in vain. Pray for grace. 
Oma Adum, Yame Emmausa Adum. You may be seated in prayer. You may be seated in prayer. When it comes to spiritual things, you must be ready to die for it. Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. And wherefore God has highly exalted him and put him on the throne, giving him a name above every name, that at the mention of his name, every knee should bow. He knew what he was looking for, and he got it. When you are giving to man of God, go crazy. Go crazy. Because you know what you are looking for. Father, I pray for this assembly. The Lord, you will raise up giants who will take possession of this nation with their finances and with their wisdom and their grace and anointing. They will rise up to transform this nation. They will rise up to impact Africa and the world by the grace, the anointing, the polar placeo that you are giving unto them. Their children will rise, their great children, will, grandchildren will rise, and even for generations, they will lead. They will be exalted. They will set, they will be set above all nations. And everybody will say, these people are blessed. God bless these children. Bless them. Bless them nyafu, 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 nyafu. Bless them crazily. Bless them dangerously. Bless them to because they become like the noonday sun. Shining in the heavens. God bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. You can do it right down to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What shall we tell our daddy? Oh, once again, for the last time, amen. Would get ready and bring our tithes and offerings. So let's go into our bags and get it ready as we rise to our feet. Doing the work of the Lord, publishing his mighty name. Doing the work of the Lord, telling of